you're trying to fuck with me, and you're trying to besmirch the name of Pop-Tarts by calling them ravioli? Explain your position, sir. Well, it's, it's pretty simple. Um, a Pop-Tart is just two layers of dough with a thing in between them. In the case of a Pop-Tart, it's jelly. Now, Pop-Tarts are made by adding sugar and other stuff to make it a dessert dough. A ravioli is a base dough. The pasta dough is the basest of the ergo. The pasta, that is the kind of two layers of things, the thing inside of it, a.k.a. the ravioli, is the base of all things like this, meaning Hot Pockets, Pop-Tarts, empanadas, all that jazz are just ravioli. No, no, it's not. Yeah, they are. They are their own thing, okay? When Ford made a car... Nissan is like, oh, well, that's just a that's just a Nissan Ford. Nissan is a brand. Doesn't matter. Hot Pocket is a brand of ravioli, the same way Pop no, Tart is. Do not fucking call Hot Pockets fucking ravioli. Yeah, they're dessert ravioli. They're Hot Pockets aren't desserts. Hot Pockets are anytime food. You're right. Yeah, I, I, I misspoke <laughs> on that. <laughs> Sorry, they're the white trash ravioli. Oh. Uh. No, 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 they're not. I'm going to put my foot down on this. You've ruined a lot of things before, but I don't care. The, 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 there has to be something different that separates them from being two different things. I Find mean, it and tell me what it is. There isn't. It's just dough okay. with a thing inside of it. Okay, so are we calling noodles long-ass rice? No, because they're made from different bases. No. Yes. I don't believe you. Rice is rice. Noodles, historically, are... A, you're, sorry, if you're talking pasta then you're talking about typically a flour or a wheat base, thus removing it from the rice category altogether. And rice is an ingredient, not a category. What? What are you talking about? There are so many different types of rice I see at the market all the time, though. What do you think pasta's made out of? A bunch of fused rice. No, it's made from a totally different grain. No, it's not. Do you not know this? Wheat pasta, wheat rice... It happens. There is no such thing as wheat rice. I, I've seen brown rice. That's wheat rice. I don't believe No, it. that's a different substrate of rice. No, no, it's not. It's brown rice, which is wheat-based, because when I get wheat bread, it's brown. White bread is white. You, you brown know bread whole, is wheat. You know white bread's made from wheat, too, right? No, it's not. Yes, it's it is. It's white bread. That's a totally different one. It's made different. That's why it's white and one's brown. Yeah, it's got bleach and dye in it to make it white. Yeah, why would you eat bleach? Everybody knows that's bad for you. Tell it to Tide people. Well, they don't. They're, technically, that's not a bleach. They're eating just regular detergent. But those are those are their own special world of morons that do that. But the, yeah, okay. So technically, is is my rice pasta? Or sorry, is my uh, is my wheat pasta also like Wheaties? Is it a cereal? Can we throw it in that category all of a sudden? No, because wheat and Wheaties are totally separate. Like, I can point to them being different. By definition of what they are, they are different. But what is a hot... Hot pocket? It is a encapsulation of the frozen and hot lava in the middle. So if you're not careful about heating it up properly, it will burn you to infinity. And what is a Pop-Tart? Pop-Tart, it's a delicious pastry that comes in... And varieties, particularly my favorites. Not a definition uh, so far, just a description. <clears throat> it's a dessert you put in a toaster. Or it's two layers of dough, either with a in core of a fruit and or magical made-up flavor between those two layers. 
But raviolis aren't injected. They put the stuff inside on top of one, and then they seal it with a fork. Yeah, the same way you might do a Pop-Tart. No, they just You can also totally inject ravioli. Okay, so are jelly donuts ravioli? No, those are donuts. They're totally different. No, how are they different? Injected in the front. They're not two layers. They're injected. By def, Pop-Tarts have two layers. You can pull them apart. No, you can't. Yes, you can. Look at you the edge of a Pop-Tart someday. You can totally see where the two sides come no, together. Get a video of how they make Pop-Tarts. They lay down one layer, they extrude some magical filling bullshit, and they lay down a second layer. It's why if you squeeze a hot one, it comes out through the porous holes. No. That's just... N- no. Yes. No, it's... God... Oh, my God. Char- oh, mm. I hate you so much right now. You're trying to besmirch the good name of Pop-Tarts. Are you are you one of those generic Pop Tart eaters? Is that what it is? You you do a man, the Pop Tart brand, and you're running. A, is that what's going on? I actually don't like Pop Tarts. Period. So I love Pop Tarts. You leave them out of it. You know how hard it is to not enjoy Pop Tarts right now, especially now that I'm on my diet where I can't eat carbs. I can't eat a Pop Tart, but I love them. I hate you so much right now, Charlie. You you anger me to to no end with this and deep fried bagels. Wow. What hurt you? What what donut salesman, what Pop-Tart salesman hurt you as a child? Open your eyes, man. Now it's me into hating these things, okay? I don't I don't watch videos on how steak is made they, or where I get my meat from the, you know, butcher. I don't watch that. I know it comes from somewhere questionable. I choose no, to no, be No, steak is pretty straightforward. They kill a cow, chop it into parts and rip out the parts that are good and then serve it to you. Yeah, no, I get that. I don't watch videos about it. I don't want to know. And now you're telling me the fucking process for making Pop-Tarts is pretty much the same as ravioli? What if just I, a rectangle instead of a square? And what you if put I jelly told you of- bagels, pizza, donuts, fried dough, funnel cake are all kind of the same? I'm, I'm gone. I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm done. It's my last podcast. It's over. They all typically come from the exact same dough base. One you just boil and the other ones you deep fry in different shapes. I'm, I'm gone. This, this is it. I'm officially announcing the last podcast. It's over. Fried dough and funnel cake are the <laughs> same thing. You heard it here first. Anyone who wow. says they taste different is a liar. You, uh, I'm gone. Never coming back. Goodbye. Pizza places that serve fried dough, sir, are just serving you the pizza dough they deep fried. Welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast, episode 95. It's 95, right? Last time I checked, yes, sir. Holy big shit, nine it's 95. Five. Ha, 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 95, 95. As always, I'm Disgusted and Charlie, a.k.a. Mordak, and this week I'm joined by Alex, a.k.a. Mave Online. Woody-woo! Who's doing his best effort to bring back disco or something. I don't fucking know. I listen to good music. Wow! Wow! What do you have against disco, man? It died for a reason. We should have left it there. Disco's not dead. It's just taking a nap. Any minute now, it's coming back. A dirt nap. (laughs) Don't worry, it's coming back. It never died in some parts. I will give you that. Middle East, it's still kind of around, which is fascinating, because everything disco was about, some parts of their culture have some real issues with. Hmm. But I digress. Yes, welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast, the official podcast of Something Wicked Studios. We're a podcast about video games or something. Welcome! Woo! Sadly, no Jeff this week, etc., etc. He'll probably be back in 
two weeks would be my guess, but we'll talk about that more towards the end of this podcast. But yeah, yeah, I I, I missed you. Yeah, I I actually started trying to come up with a scheme of how maybe to get you guys both back on the same podcast at the same time, and it mm-hmm. might work. I may actually have to adjust my schedule to be more like your schedule. I'm really fucking able to do the um four day work weeks. There, it's kind of nice. Yeah, that 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 always three day weekend thing is kind of nice. And I, what if Friday was just another day off? That sounds awesome. <laughs> I may see if my boss would be like, "Hey, can I take half day on Friday so long as I work like extra hours the rest of the week?" Yeah, which I you could do super easily. Yeah, I think it'd be easier for you. I mean, you, you're yeah. Oh yeah, no, my hours are technically flexible as hell. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yes. So I'll get our what we've been up to this week going. Uh, and just, I got to quote high rank in Monster Hunter World, meaning I have completed what's probably known as the normal campaign in that game uh, with Zora Magdaros, the giant sludge dragon thing, and I'm now into the real hunter where. It's all about hunting their hides into cooler and cooler hats. I- I've entered the real grind, if you will. You can pimp out your uh, your cat, your calico or whatever they're called. Uh, Palico. My uh, there you go. My name is Genocide after my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Go to the J, not a G, and it is running around in the diva ass looking armor because I got sick of having it wear the Watcher armor. I don't super know how much the Palico armors matter, and you can't upgrade them, so I'm just kind of going for. But I think it's cool to have one running around it, and the, like, bubble diva armor is kind of... Oh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I've been dabbling a little bit more in Monster Hunter. I have... Uh, I actually... I'm, I'm super way back in the beginning parts, but... Yeah. I'm like, I just killed the Paku Paku, or whatever they call it. Uh, Pookie Pookie. There you go, I killed the Pookie Pookie. Yeah, that's the first real monster you kill in that game. Yeah, that one was fun. And surprisingly easy. Yeah. Uh, that, uh... What weapon are you rocking right now? The hammer. Yeah, the hammer, I'm not going to say it makes the game a little bit easier, but the hammer is a real... It's, mm-hmm. got, it's got good mobility. It's got some pretty good damage on it, too. Have you um figured out how you can stun stuff with it? Uh, Yeah, Just kind beat of, on its face. Yeah, pretty much. I've noticed that. I can't, My strategy is to do the wind-up thing, yeah. and then I just kind of run up to him, yeah. and then just whirl the shit out of him. That's kind of the hammer moveset, yeah. Yeah, pretty much just do that, and then yeah. occasionally when I get close to the head, jump on them and do that. Yep, that's, um, that sounds about right. The thing I've wanted to be able to try to do consistent is where I jump on their back and just stab the shit out of them. That is not a good weapon for that. If you want to be doing that, you want the insect glaive, and you will you also get better at realizing when you can jump on the monster's back. Gotcha, like, the yeah. insect glaive is built around mounting monsters. It has a whole move set for on the back, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, like you can do cool spin moves when you're up there. Yeah, it's... I, I, I go back and forth on whether or not I'm feeling the um char- uh, the switch axe or the um insect glaive more on any given day. Like if, if if I can find a group to reliably play with, I bust out the insect glaive because it's fun. It's just mm-hmm. not a great solo weapon or like a high damage weapon. I if you have if you have a group comprised either a switch axe, a charge uh, charge blade, or a um great sword, a guy with a hammer, and like maybe you're like then a person with the insect. Like, if you have a complete party, like you have, you have well rounded damage, you have versatility, and then you could be the guy that's like, okay, I'm gonna bring it down a bunch and shit like that. Then it's a real well done group. Mm. Yeah, I do like playing the insect glaive too. I just started working with that one right now. Yeah, that, the, the mobility for that thing is so goddamn fun. It is really not the best weapon in the game for a lot of reasons, but so much fun. Mm. 
you also get poison on that weapon stupid early in the game, which is awesome. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. So I look forward to poisoning my enemies and jumping on your back and, and dancing with my with my rod. Yeah, I've been actually a big fan of paralysis lately for the element type on stuff. I Paralysis goes well for the uh, sw uh, switch axe lifestyle where you can kind of get up in there, paralysis going. Mm. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm really enjoying an hour for lunch break. Let's play some Bayonetta. The suspend function on the Switch is still good as long as you keep it charged. That's yeah. I if you own a two or Bayonetta one for that matter, go fucking get these games. Like it's it's a real good set of games. Yeah, I can imagine Bayonetta two on the go would be really fucking. Fun. It was great on the Wii U when I was doing tricks to bring that thing around. It's just better. That's like yeah, this thing has a suspend feature. Neat. <laughs> I don't have to make it to a save point all the goddamn time. But yeah, I, we're in the final leg of Charlie's Gotta Fucking Move now, and literally this is the last podcast that we recorded in my original apartment, aka the original SWS recording space. I, we're on the mobile rig still. All the other gears in boxes, this piece of gear will wind up in a box very soon after this podcast finishes being recorded. I, like, I, I guess we'll get this now, like, podcast next week, because I'm not sure how... Wi-Fi enabled I'll be for the first couple like for half of next week so bear with us on that yeah uh, it's, it's, it's been lots of like puts how fragile is this this do I need this and like okay when do you pack the modem basically when do you pack the modem up because you want to clear off the like stand you keep the modem in so you can get that thing wrapped for transit but it's like but but when do you take Wi-Fi away it's Fantastic first world issues to have. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's so hard moving. But you're almost done, man. Yeah, almost done. I'm looking forward to my first month of not paying rent and a mortgage simultaneously. It's gonna be so good. Yeah, that's gonna be killer. Oh, last week was last month was rough. Yeah, Fe February. I'm like, oh god, I'm so fucking poor right now. <laughs> Let's go eat some uh, Vegemite. Why? Here's a rounded meal I can spread on cheap ass bread. <laughs> uh, yeah, Australian references aside, what have you been up to? Um, so this past weekend, uh, I had wanted. Let's get into this. What did you eat? You know, so one of the things I think is okay. So first of all, for Valentine's Day, my girlfriend and I went worms. That's kind of our tradition. That's what we do. Okay. It's not that good as I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, I. Sorry, I guess I interrupt for a second to tell this story. I used to wrestle in high school. Me and Jeff actually both wrestled in high school. And as a result of wrestling season, eating aggressively healthy, and, like, if you were a teenager that ate lots of, like, fast food and shit, you couldn't because you just throw it up on a daily basis. Our detox period that when wrestling season was done, going back to lots of, like, food you thought you loved, you're like, actually, no, this isn't all that special at all. Yeah, no, that, that was kind of my case. And so... It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's so bizarre. Well, first of all, they didn't have the fucking gumbo, which I love. And I, kn I know it's not good for you, and I know it's probably not the best. I'll be damned if that's not a fucking staple for that fucking... So, Hollywood, Norms, get your shit together. It's a fucking staple item. You don't have it in stock. Get your shit fixed. Um, so, there's that. Uh, and then I had a couple other things. I had. I think I had mentioned the Girl Scout cookies last week. Yeah. Um, which actually was probably the best tasting thing I had. If that speaks a lot about the rest I, of the stuff. I, I do not like Girl Scout cookies, but I'm under the impression that if you do like Girl Scout cookies, they are actually, you know, good tasting. Yeah. So, it, they were all right. Like, th those were actually those were actually pretty good. The rest were kind of... 
Rest of the stuff I had was kind of uh, I had some pizza. I definitely had like some French fries. Just the shit I normally can't touch at all anymore. And it wasn't that great. Like, oh, pizza always like no pizza's always fucking amazing. Like mm, pizza's actually good. I mean, I mean, I know in theory it's good, but like the one I had in particular was just was kind of lackluster. I had, I, and the thing is, I had pizza, so maybe that was the issue. But it just wasn't that great. Like, yeah, I was kind of disappointing. So overall, it has some okay things that I I was kind of happy to have. I did have some ice cream, which I hadn't had in a while. Um. And that was all right. I got pistachio ice cream, and I was a little re- regretting it afterwards because it was all also kind of meh. But yeah, no. Overall, the cheat day was kind of it was all right. It was fun just to kind of get a feel for it. And then I was like, okay, that's the end of that. And I was actually kind of looking forward to going right back onto my diet, yeah. which is probably a good thing. Yeah, it's not a bad place to be mentally. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's 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 pretty much the the big thing as far as that goes. I did uh, start playing, like I said, some more Monster Hunter. Yeah. I, I had some fun with that. I finally killed the Paku Paku, I believe it was Pookie called. Pookie Pookie. Pookie Pookie. Keep... Yeah, the Pookie Pookie, yes. So I killed that finally, and I guess uh, Charlie informed me that this is the actual big monster you killed. Uh, the, the Great Jagras is technically a monster. It's it's a multi-stage fight, so... yeah. Okay. Uh, many would say this is the first real monster you fought. Like, if you die to the Great Jagras... You fucked up. You died of the Pookie Pookie. It's not the hardest thing to fight, but you know, it's it's a real monster. That's that poison spit and shit like that. It can fly. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. So, uh, it was definitely, uh, definitely fun. I did also pick up Dragon or sorry, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, whatever yeah. you call it. And that is pretty fun. It looks um, cool. I, I, I'm really working hard not to buy it. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty enjoyable. So I, I gotta say I I, uh, I can see what the hype around it is. I enjoy watching it. I realizing what some of these guys can do is a little bit crazy because I'm like trying to get around to it, but I'll be damned if I can't figure out some of the shit they're doing. Yeah, man. but it's uh it's fun. I like the uh the game. I enjoy the kind of the feel. That being said, I do have my fucking gripes with it. Oh, so first of all, there's some execution errors in terms of it being buggy. Where, in order for you to just... Uh, back up a step. What are you playing this on? PS4. Okay. So, number one. Apparently, you don't have just a standard menu anymore. You have this little character that you walk around the map to go to, like, different settings. Like, if you want to play uh, ranked mode, you have to walk over to the ranked mode area. If you want to play just individual, this, that. You go over here. Guilty like, this whole... Gear started doing that. You can, like, fish from their menu lobby system. But, sorry, continue. Yeah, it's it's annoying. Like, just give me a fucking menu where I can select that. And then trying to do, like, a friendly lobby with somebody. You can't just invite them to do it and play. You have to, like, configure the settings and then drop a ring. And then your friend has to be on the same lobby server that you're on in order for them to join. And even then, if you, like, close out a game before and then logged into that game to try to create a room, you won't find a room because it bugs out. And you have to completely close out your fucking console or shut it down and then turn it back on and then try it and hope for the best. I have heard the online for that could be better. It could be better. So, take it away from, you know, what, what it's worth. I will say that, that the online shit, the, as much as I know the Capcom people used to gripe a lot, Capcom in terms of the online stuff, this is having similar, if not shittier, fucking issues when it comes to being online. Not to say the game itself isn't good, but, God, it just the, the online lobby shit got frustrating. I spent almost 30 minutes 
Tried to get all of it resolved with my buddy and I so we could fucking play. And then we finally did play. But once we were in, it was fine. <clears throat> but just getting into the fucking process to even do it was a fucking struggle in its own. And that was annoying. So, yeah. that That is one of my, one I, of my gripes. Uh, have you tried Monster Hunter's online modes yet? Uh, I think by default it just puts you online, doesn't it? Uh, have you been in another ma- Have you been in a group with anyone else yet? Yes, I have. By SOS or by actually grouping with them? I think they just ended up in my party at some point. Okay, yeah. Open. Join uh, that game also. Hmm. Uh, wouldn't the surprise me then. The actual fights are fine. The making a group and stuff like that has some problems. Yeah. Well, that that's. That's been my only gripe with it. Everything else has been all right with uh, both Monster Hunter and uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. You so. got a favorite set of um, fighters in Dragon Ball yet? Uh, in Fighter, I'm working out my last. I'm rocking Hit, uh, Goku Black, and then I need to find my third. Um, Hit is my he's my point person. Uh, Goku Black is my anchor, and I don't know what I'm using for my meter character yet. Your middle character, pretty much. Have you so. thought about Vegeta? He seems popular in all the streams. I I, Vegeta looks pretty fucking cool. I just don't know. If, I have to work on unlocking uh, Super Saiyan Blue Vegeta, or whatever okay. you call him. Uh, was it Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Vegeta? I I stopped watching Dragon Ball somewhere in the fuck shit just because I'm like, I, I was good with Cell. I, I was good with that thing ended with Goku being dead and shit. Like, I, I liked the ending at the end of the Cell saga. Yeah. I think a lot of people would love the it. Oh, I fucking hate the Cell Saga. How do you hate the Cell Saga? Cell is the worst villain that franchise ever had. Like, super iconic and awesome ass. Like iconic, maybe, but like it's like oh, it's just an amalgamation of all the better villains prior to it. Great. Well, not just the villains, even the the good. Guys. Yeah, I, I like the the Cell. Uh, let me rephrase the Cell Saga before he becomes like perfected Cell is fine. Like, sell the monster going around, like, harvesting people. That's a cool-ass story cut. That's a cool character design. But, like, white-skinned, blue, uh, purple blush, just, like, weird dude with insect wings and a dumb hat cell. Eh. Uh, I I just love... I think that, that was such an iconic thing, especially with... Uh, the, which, by the way, Gohan was super strong. They just got weaker as the series went that's on. That's part of my issue with the Boo Saga. It's like, oh, wow, Gohan, congratulations. Yeah, that part I, I agree with you. That that was kind of shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, it's, I, the maybe it's I love the androids. The idea behind the androids is such a cool idea because it brings back the red sixteen. I thought was a great fucking character. The fact um, Doctor Duro made himself into an android I thought was pretty cool. And it's like, oh, I have the android now we have Cell. Well, that's less cool. <laughs> Bring back the two like punk rocker people that are just whooping everyone's ass. Yeah. Well, those, uh, they're, they're, I like the androids as well. Yeah. I will. But, yeah, no, it's just, uh, overall, it's, it's the series itself is kind of fun. The, the game is enjoyable. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but, um, as far as that goes, I also, uh, I think I'm allowed to announce this. Let me double check. Um, but, all right, I just need to confirm because if I say anything, it'll all right, so I'm officially part of the Battle for Azeroth Alpha. Cool. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I, I actually, I'm looking forward to kind of doing some, like, playthroughs, uh, leveling for the classes and kind of playing with some stuff Are you allowed well. to stream that or put video up of it? 
I actually am. Uh, one of the things it says in the email is you're welcome to publicly share your experiences and adventures in the alpha. So feel free to stream, record video, and post screenshots. Definitely check out your upcoming streams for that, but also maybe when we get the studio set up again, keep an eye out for maybe us putting a video or two of that up. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's so much still that's going on and yeah. nice little stuff going on. It's pretty nice game, and you create a character, it immediately puts it at 110, so you have the leveling experience from 110 up. Cool. Yeah, so a lot more of it uh, for the upcoming months, especially leading up to the release of the game, which is expect time in September. They haven't announced the release date yet, have they? They have, actually. Uh, what was it? I think they said it was on or before September 21st, confirmed. So, they no, they really haven't. Yeah, because they were talking about Friday. That's the thing, though. <laughs> Let me Google this quickly. Um, initial release date, September 21st, 2018. Um, it says initial release date, though, so I don't know if that's... I don't know. <laughs> okay, yeah, sorry. So, the, it, it will be released on or before September 21st. Yeah. I would bet money it comes out September 21st. <laughs> And I hope it does, because that's a Friday, and that means I can quickly come out in September. I remember, like, Wrath of the Lich King came out in September, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. But it's usually a Tuesday, because that's been the standard for a long time. Oh, yeah. But, yes, we're, we're moving away from that finally. It's awesome. Woo! Indeed. So, uh, yeah, <clears throat> that's that's kind of what's going on right now with all that jazz. Yeah. So, yeah, expect to see that stuff in the future, and we'll... That's pretty much it for me right now. All right, then. That means it's time for news. That's just wrong. That was actually pretty good. I'm more really proud of myself on that one. Fair enough. Uh, right <laughs> off the bat, got a quick one. Which, the really good game, is getting motion controls. Not much more to say on that one, except... Wait, they're giving motion controls to... On the Switch. <clears throat> oh, well... I guess people have actually been talking about that, which I guess is a good thing, because they I, want it, I guess, in a weird way. Her? <laughs> yeah. Like, mm. the people that talk about how, like, oh, the best way to play a Splatoon with motion controls, it's like, yeah, that may be the case. I don't want to do that still. Mm. That's the exact opposite of what I want to do. Motion controls? I have never played a game with motion controls I liked. Maybe it's how I always find motion controls just frustrating, inaccurate, and wrong. Ah. I know some people love them, and those people are crazy. <clears throat> yeah, no, that's, that's cool, I guess, for them. But... Yeah, I, uh, it's we, uh, weird's the wrong word, but it's weird for me the fact they're putting this much support into the Switch version of Doom when that game's what now? God, two, three years old now? Yeah. Well, I look at fucking, what do you call it? Uh, Fallout. Still getting support, even though how many years has that thing been Fallout out? Fallout is different. I. Like, the stuff they're supporting is... Well, they're not supporting Fallout anymore, really. It's That's more mods and shit like that. The occasional patch, maybe. But, like, they're also making money off that game still with that whole, like, creator center thing. Oh, yeah. Like, and, like, oh, oh. it's Skyrim. Yeah, they keep re-releasing it, though. Meaning it's not like, oh, we added this new continent. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Moving on from that, be the biggest news of the week in some ways. And that is that Burnout Paradise is confirmed Confirmed coming to consoles, and it will be released on the Xbox One and PS4 on March 16th, and the PC version later on this year. Uh, the PC version's a little weird, be already on the PC technically, but 
as someone who thinks this like Burnout Paradise is one of, if not the greatest racing games ever made, things coming back. Yeah, I don't think I've ever played Burnout Paradise per se. In some ways, Burnout Paradise is probably to blame for that start of that weird open world car game where like you drive around. That's maybe what you're missing. Um, the Burnout games are this weird kind of a real racing sim. But we're also the point of the game is to murder your fellow drivers with like slamming them to other cars and like that, and to do so your reward. Yeah, it's like it's not a realistic racing game, but it's like Burnout, uh, Burnout, Rema uh, Revenge, Burnout Paradise. Like all those games are like the kings of arcadey racing thing. Like and talking about, they're not real. Like if you're looking for like the next Forza or um, uh, God, what's it called? The uh, the Sony one. Uh, or Gran Turismo? That one, yeah. You're looking for like that. These are not the games for you. But if you're looking for like a fun, drifty, like party-ish, like easy to pick up, maybe a little bit harder to master. The Burnout games were just so much fun. And like, it was really cool. Like if you're playing with your friends and like you're like trading paint, slamming into each other, you could slam like oncoming traffic or a post or something. You just boost off. And like the game's super cinematic. When you do that, like whip around and give you this like awesome shot of the crash and you race off and shit like that. And then you respond super quick too and you can kind of make up the loss. But like, it's for some just going around a track, stupid burnout mm -hmm. was like, yeah, fucking murder people too. Okay. It, it's burnout paradise is one of, if not the greatest racing game made to date. Like it, it, it started so many things. Other games now just kind of do. It's like, Oh, it's the iconic Forza open world. Actually burnout did that first and it was cool. Mm-hmm. How do you unlock new cars? You find them in the overmap and kill them. And then that <laughs> car is... That's, some, that's very Death Knight-esque in a way. You kill them and you claim their souls. Yeah, it, it is the Death Knight absolutely right. <laughs> that, that sounds pretty cool. I, I, I would actually be interested in trying this out. But you said it's already on PC, but it's, they're re-releasing it? There's an old version of... Uh, this is got, So, three masters coming with a whole graphical upgrade, etc., etc. Um, it will be the first time the... One of the pieces of DLC never made its way to PC. This will be the first time that that D content will be available on the PC. The game looks nicer, some up-res textures. It looks cleaner. Like there's some real cool asphalt textures, I guess. Like I, as someone who recently, like in the last year, bought a um, copy of the Xbox 360 version for my Xbox One, so I could play. Like you can also do that, but it's having a full upscale, like official release of that available again is really cool. And then maybe it's like, hey, if this does well, maybe we'll actually make a new Burnout game. Wouldn't that be cool? Because mm. there really hasn't been a good arcadey racer in a while. And that thing's the king of those. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, moving on from that. Uh, not really news, but uh, have you heard the um, Colonel Campbell voice actor reading the um, uh, uh, Mueller and Mueller indictment? I didn't it know he is, did that. It, uh, so came out a couple days ago it's not really news but i think if if you're living in the u.s and you're following this whole russia investigation thing regardless of what your political leanings on that topic is or how much you buy into it or even if you care about it or not if you're a fan of metal gear you owe it to yourself to track this shit down uh, it's, it's on youtube and it's from colonel campbell reading the whole indictment and it is amazing like if in that kind of horrifying like Oh, the Soul Gear can never be real. It's totally Metal Gear. <laughs> That's kind of cool. It's, I, 
in the same way, if you were a fan of like, I think it was Mark Hamill reading um, Trump tweets in the Joker voice, like if you thought that was kind of fun and messed up, like this is along that same vein of thing. Again, not really new. It, if you missed, go fucking find it. It's really fucking like, what the? It's it's trippy as hell. Yeah. Definitely have to check that out. I didn't know you, uh, random dude, did a voice work like that. Like, yeah. Kind of gnarly. Yeah. It's, it's a thing. We got some streaming news. Um, you want the good news, or the bad news first? Hit me with the bad. This hat swatted a twelve-year-old streamer. I saw that. So- yes. Uh, so a little backstory on this one. Uh, Raleigh Ranchers. Uh, sorry, Peter Raleigh Ranchers Veriday is a twelve-year-old streamer. Um, he got a major boost from YouTuber Scissors or something. I. Story wasn't part of this whole ongoing. Kid is playing lots of uh, battle, not sorry, Battlefront, uh, Fortnite's Battle Royale mode. Yeah, and he got like pretty popular, like all of a sudden. Yeah, he got like a hundred thousand subscribers in a matter of minutes, kind of thing. Kid was like, "Holy shit!" Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. And then within the within twenty four hours, the kid got fucking swatted. Ah, uh, that's fucking terrible. Because that kid, like. He had this really cool thing happen to him, and then just some asshat had to be like, uh, well, I'm going to go ahead and just kind of ruin this kid's experience with this whole YouTube streaming thing. Let's just go ahead and do that. Yeah, that'll be a good idea. Yeah. I. This also feels especially bad, because, like, we recently had someone get shot because swatting kill recently. Re- oh, wow. We talked about that. Maybe you were off the podcast for that. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I was on for that one. Yeah. Uh, the last kind of major swatting incident resulted in some dude in Wichita getting killed. That's yeah. Uh, I, I I don't even know where to start with that. I just, swatting has never been funny, but now it's like extra not funny, and now we're doing it to kids. And I, I don't get me wrong. I this is me playing devil's advocate as hard as I can for a minute. I doesn't Twitch have a like you must be eighteen years or older clause though? Um, uh, I for streaming, I'm not sure. I so I. Again, and this may be a theme today of people being fucking asshats, uh, a lot of people's reaction to this was, no fucking 12-year-old should be streaming, and that's still just shitty. Like, uh, that's just, it's just a shitty thing to do. Like, look, if a 12-year-old kid wants to stream and he's being parentally supervised, that's totally cool. Like, I get that. But, like, I mean, if the kid's streaming on his own and this and that, that's a whole nother monster. I... But even then, that doesn't matter. Doesn't, SWAT yeah. people doubly don't SWAT kids. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, don't be an asshole. Like, and if you're this asshole, I hope they fucking catch you and throw the fucking book at you for wasting not only government resources. You SWAT a kid. Yeah, do that. Yeah. I hope they fucking throw the book at you. Didn't they already like convict and this one there, guy? There have been was multiple caught- convictions around swatting. Swatting yeah. is illegal if they catch you. There are fines and jail times associated with it. Like, yeah, it's not some, like, victimless hurt crime. Like, we had someone get killed, and now you've swatted a 12-year-old. Like, what, were you too lazy to go slap a baby or something? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's like, if you have to resort to swatting, you're probably just a shitty human being in general, and I hope somebody slashes your fucking tires and all that shit. You're a shit person, and you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. On the kind of upswing of things, um, a foundation called the A Thousand Dream Fund has announced it's going to start passing out grants for kind of prominent or female streamers on the rise. That'd be cool. Yeah, it's uh, the ra- the grants range from five hundred to two thousand bucks. It's not totally clear 
what the parameters for this are going to be are going to be exactly but it's the idea is to encourage as with many things gaming related the gaming industry is predominantly aimed at male whether that's fair or not it's kind of just shittily the way it is and the idea being he's not a bad thing why are you trying to be subtle about this charlie just increase actually you're prominent in the field it will be a good thing overall yeah so it is called uh so the the exact title is called um Sorry, it's, uh, they've teamed up with Twitch to announce Twitch Broadcast Her Grant. Bad name, but, you know, not bad idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the idea is they will cover kind of equipment upgrades, workshops, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Basically the stuff that you'd need to maybe, like, go from a Blue Yeti microphone and a webcam and streaming off your PS4. Real setup of some kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And well, pretty cool. I, I forgot to throw this into the wind-up for streaming stuff. Some... Dumbs. Oh boy, what do we got now? You've been watching that OWL, that um, that owl, that Overwatch streams uh, lately, Alex? Yeah, I got the email about a special announcement they made yesterday. Yep. But go on. <laughs> you ever done the charity on Twitch? Nope, never touched it. How would you feel if you found out that people have spent over a hundred and fifty cheering on Twitch as part of the OWL? Um, I honestly not surprised considering how much money gets thrown at donated to some of these streamers out there. It doesn't surprise me. Like it, it I wish I could to me you were like, oh shit, that's crazy, but that yeah, doesn't doesn't really. People have money how they like and granted that's fucking crazy and I'd like a piece of that fucking pie, but <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I just found this like part of my brain was like, what the shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, hey, kudos to them. I mean, from what I was reading, though, the, the, the money doesn't go directly to the teams. Yeah, it's not totally clear where the money goes, though, either. I think it goes towards, like, Blizzard and Twitch putting together more event stuff and who knows what. You mean you're paying large corporations for the right to post some flair in Twitch chat? Something like that, probably. I don't know exactly what the money knows until they actually tell us. Got from it, anyway. That just seemed insane, but at the same time, I own several Boston Bruins people. Oh, yeah, I just spent $60 all at once, not over the span of five hours, going, woo! Yeah. Well, yeah. Merchandise is different, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I I have my merch. It's true. Yeah. Hey, people want to spend the money how they want. I'm, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna shame them in that. If they want to do that, hey, knock yourself out. Yeah. <sighs> Moving on from that to more dumb... There might be a Sonic movie coming in 2019. That's what we need, guys. Not actually working on the game to make sure it comes out and plays really well. Um, we need a movie, guys. So according to The Hollywood Reporter, Paramount picks Sonic the Hedgehog film next year in November. Wait, who's releasing it? Paramount Pictures. Eh, this is going to fucking tank. Oh, and I have more. What would you say the darkest point in Sonic history is? Anything after... No, there's an exact moment. No, uh, enlighten me. It's the cutscene in which Sonic and the human from uh, Sonic Knight or something like that fucking get it on. Not full-on sexy stuff, but they definitely fucking make out. It just was... Okay, where, where the fuck are we going with this? Wait. You don't know about this? Human bestiality shit? Oh, no. It's in canon. It's in a fucking game. Oh, no. So, uh, 
what's the worst possible version of Sonic possible? Danny DeVito in a blue suit and paint? No, a live-action animation hybrid Sonic movie, because that's what we're fucking getting. We're getting the Garfield, the fucking... <laughs> this is a fucking train wreck. I can already yeah. predict it now. It's gonna... I'm gonna crash into the fucking ground. Oh, being like every other Sonic game lately, except one? Yeah, except one, and that one was done by an indie studio, apparently. Uh, not exactly, but kind okay. of. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, so fucking hard. Yeah, you, you should Google the worst point in Sonic history. This makes me sad as fuck. Yep. I'm, much like Star Wars and everything else, you, you had to know about. Granted, it was ignorance on my part, but God. Yeah, yeah I didn't ruin this. Sega did. Yeah, Sega. I'm just yeah. aware of it. Well, speaking of people ruining shit, uh, apparently the version of Payday 2, remember Payday 2, that game that's available on every fucking... Everywhere. The version <laughs> on the Switch is an older version of Payday. Huh, how old? I don't know exactly. Uh, uh, but apparently there's been some controversies surrounding this for reasons? I, I don't know, maybe the patch notes really do matter in that game, but... Uh, I don't know. It's no words. I, why I, would they release an older one? Like, why... What? What's so different between the older one and now? Like, why why couldn't they just work a little harder to get no the current one out there? No clue. I, so the general kind of consensus around this is, at least in the Overkill community, or sorry, the Payday community, expect any updates on the Switch version either. Yeah. Uh, but so they're not even going to... They, they, they said they're not updating it at all, or...? I Apparently, so I don't play Payday 2, so I don't know this much. Apparently the console versions of Payday got drums. Ah. Yeah. Huh. Well, Master Race. Yeah, that that I didn't know that game was available on other consoles. I knew, but I didn't like actively ever think about it. Like it, that always seemed like, hey, this is for the PC community. Why? This is a PC game. Why? It just is. It absolutely is a PC game. Yeah. It's one of those scenarios where it's a PC game and then it got ported over to the consoles and it did not translate well. Yeah. So. Yep. That's all. Yep. Yay. Kind of weird. Uh, so. You're familiar with the three studios of Call of Duty, correct? Yes, uh, one of them is, hold on, hold on, Triarch or something like that? Triarch? Yeah, Triarch. Yeah, what else is there? Sledgehammer Games and the original um, Infinity Ward. Okay, yeah. They all rotate occasionally and make a different game. Yeah, basically, all... uh, the rotation is Infinity Ward, Triarch, Sledgehammer, and that's kind of the way it's gone. So Sledgehammer did the um, Modern Warfare, which was followed by Black Ops 3. Three, which would buy um, uh, the fucking space one, and now we're back at a uh, sledgehammer. I mean, it's not that exact rotation. Who the fuck knows? But <laughs> uh, so sledgehammer's now made two. They did the World War Two one, and they did, mm-hmm. and the founders of it, or co-founders, or one of the co-founders at least, is uh, sorry, yeah, both my bad. I was rereading something. Have left the company. Yep, there's some shit that's about to go down, and they're getting out before the getting's good. World War II, what Call of Duty was not as well-received as even I thought it might be. Well, people are getting tired. Well, and to be fair, they've not left Activision. They've transluted the duties inside of Activision. Sledgehammer is still very much around, but they have left Sledgehammer games. Yeah, no, uh, something's going down, and they're getting out while the getting's good. Why would you be Lee? have one of the biggest franchises... That consistently, even though the games are getting kind of bored, still pulls in a lot of good fucking money, unless something's going on. <laughs> yeah, I. It kind of feels like the Infinity Ward one, where a bunch of people left that to go form Respawn and do Titanfall and shit. But I, 
I don't know. This this seems like a weird, but also Absolutely. corporate promotions happen all the time, and they haven't left the Activision family, just moved more into kind of missions, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see how this one plays out, but it's definitely worth keeping track of, potentially, because I liked one of the two Call of Duties. Um, Advanced Warfare was them, sorry, not Modern Warfare. Uh, they made the okay. Advanced Warfare. That's, like, my favorite Call of Duty. To- had some cool stuff going on. Yeah, no, I, I really like Modern Infinity Ward. Yeah, that was the last good Infinity Ward one. Yeah. That's not fair. Three was fine, but it wasn't as good as two. No, two was absolutely <laughs> Yeah. Well, that brings us to our last piece of news before our main topic. I'm out trying to build you up before we get into our main topic. That, uh, you would fall in so caliber six. Uh, just a little stuff here and there. I know they announced it not too long ago, and everybody was fucking hype about well, it, but other than that, I haven't heard much else. Adding to the uh, confirmation list for that, we have Ivy and Sasalamel. Uh, Sasalamel is the Scythe user from 3, who I think's been Ivy, staple, a uh, chain whip uh, sword lady is back, and watching these videos, that uh, if you're a fan of the Ivy brings to the game, it's back. <laughs> Ivy has not changed. Why would she change? Why? Uh, I, no. I, as someone who's always loved Ivy's dominatrix kind of thing going on, Ivy's back, bitches. <laughs> Yes, she is. I don't know how you could do a game like that without having Ivy. Uh, there was uh, so she asked. She she always has a we'll call it more modest outfit to go along with it. It's always it, a lot of people were curious to Soul Calibur one, two, and three. Like three is when stuff kind of went off the rails a little bit. Four is when it got really off the rails. Like even Ivy at that point, you were going stuff a little bit. She is literally in a G string. Hmm. She still is, but there's a little more clothing, at least. There's a little we'll call more, it I guess. Tasteful. Yeah, just a tad more, I guess. But yeah, the game still looks. They, they, they show off some more soup. Alamel seems to have picked up. I think his name was Abyss. I, I in three there was like an evil Zasalamel who had like magnet moves to him, and had like a lightsaber scythe. It, it appears Zasalamel has picked up some of that guy's move set, but I haven't been this I've not got a chance to play it yet. I, as someone who's a huge so caliber, so caliber one through three. Not a fan of the ones that come after, and this looks like one through three. And Tekken Seven was really fucking good. I'm excited for this one. Yeah, I kind of dug the whole Soul Caliber series. I used to play Cervantes when I played it back in the day, uh, just because he was. That's pretty- cool. Yeah, um, undead I did like him. Yeah, I liked him as undead look a lot more than yeah. his like alternate costumes. Or- no, his undead look was fucking great. Um, but I kind of liked it. It was nice. It was one of those interesting games that had the side-scrolling kind of yeah. like Tekken, where it was a 3D map or 3D, was it a fighting arena, so to speak? Yeah, you could move. Like, well, for what it is, and, and I enjoy it. I, I don't know how long it'll be at Evo. It might be there for a year, because usually they kind of take their cue there. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see the development and whatnot, but if anybody thought Ivy wasn't going to fucking show up there... If anyone thought she wouldn't, I think we all were kind of like, so which version of Ivy are we getting? Yeah. I look forward to seeing Baldo and what he looks like. Yeah, let's... I, I'm, I, I'm not sure which version of Valdo I want. I either want, like, super creepy or, like, human-looking, normal-ass Valdo who's like, what? I kind of like super creepy Valdo. It added part of the oh, yeah, no. I, for creepy Valdo, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. But yeah. So, it is main topic time, and as we typically do with this, we're going to kind of lead into it with a bit of a news story, uh, but before we get to that, uh, we try very hard to kind of not take too hard of a political stand on this, and I'm living right now, it's kind of, if you're 
we, we like to provide an escape for maybe having to think about that for a little bit. But when mm-hmm. politics come to our beloved video games, we think it's fair game. And I, I guess beware. We're going to talk some politics for a little while. We're going to try and stay a little. We're going to try and stay away from what's going on exactly right now as much as possible because we're going to be kind of taught this whole topic in more of a historical sense because me and Alex have successfully grown up in the era of video games make people violent. We remember Jack Thompson, remember all the kind of weird church coffee mod, all that shit all over the years that have been used to dredge our beloved video games through the mud with a tragic school shooting in Florida. Mm Mm-hmm. And one of the responses to that has been that video games make it violent. And to, to quote SpongeBob, many fucking times we have to do this, old man. Yep. yep. It's, it's a new person, same excuse that's come up every single time. Even despite the fact that every single time they start finding any sign of evidence that points towards video games make you violent... It's then, but actually, it, it's followed up by actually, no, they seem to either decrease your violence or, like, add, act as a kind of semi-healthy release for it, or don't seem to be a factor at all any more than normal kind of general stimuli around you. Yeah. Granted, I mean, that's if you're not playing League of Legends, in which case, if you're playing League yes, of Legends, I, you're, you're, you're not getting de-stressed, you're just, you're, you're taking it to 11. Yeah, it's, and then, I had this conversation a while, I, maybe we even talked about this in the podcast once in the past, but, like, the reality is we live in a time period now of, like, glorifying the rage quit, the monitor smash, the controller throwing, which, again, neither of us have done. We've both gotten frustrated in the past. We've had, like, some questions in the past about our, quote, rage-out habits when it comes to video games. But, like, for the general part, I've always played video games to kind of relax my life for a little while, to kind of blow off some steam. Like, it's, it's, it's very obvious that when I'm killing lots of, like, Nazis or zombies or even people in PvP... This is, and that's in, in no way, shape, or form confusing. I'm playing a game that outlines the confines of, this is fiction! Mm-hmm. But, yeah, let's get into it on this one. I, What was the first run-in you ever had with the kind of video games make, make people violence, uh, violent thing? Um, I think one of the biggest, like, factors that really made it big, because um, I don't think I remember too much of the Jack Thompson era, unless it's related to him. Jack Thompson! But I think... Yeah, Jack Thompson. And for those of you who aren't aware, Jack Thompson, Thompson is this lawyer who went on a crazy tirade against video games and how it's a, it's evil and doing this and that. And the counterpoint was made by Penn & Teller where they made a game called... No, was it, I think it was related to Jack Thompson and Janet Reno, who at the time had blamed video games first. I, think it, I don't know if it was the Columbine shooting. Um, it was probably around that time. Was probably well, so my first exposure to it. Jack Thompson's a boogeyman that pops up every once in a while. I, well, was. He's pretty much irrelevant I, now, considering the fact that... Yeah, I, but he still pops up every once in a while. Yeah, I think just as a as a reference point, but that dude hasn't had anything active in a while, as far as I know. And to be honest, like, he... I mean, the dude is disbarred from the... you know from Yes, he got disbarred point. by perpetually harassing the video game industry. Yeah, so... Um... But yeah, like it, that was probably my first exposure. Oh, well, video games caused this, and it was—I think it was right around the Columbine shooting, which I believe happened in ninety ninety nine. Ninety nine. So I, I think that's kind of when that uh, sort of that stuff all kicked off. I found some quick reference information on this. Uh, he was concerned with the uh, Vice City. That's when he kind of first and 
yes, early litigation happened in 97 and stuff like that. It predates Columbine, technically. But mm -hmm. I remember back in the kind of Columbine era happened exactly. This is when the kind of uh, violence, uh, yeah, video games caused violence start stuff popping up. I, I I got two very specific memories of it. Like, I actually remember Columbine more Marilyn Manson getting blamed for it and having a just amazing, like, go check it out at some point, interview on violence and stuff like that, and just him being a eloquently spoken intellectual individual being like, no, this is fucked up as hell, and I'm Marilyn yeah. Manson. Yeah, I remember that. He spoke really well about the whole thing. Yeah, the one I remember more was, was a couple years after that, I... Yeah, I think it was 2005 or something like that. That's what the website's leaning me towards. Jack Thompson and Hillary Clinton actually got involved in kind of an anti-violence in video game thing. And the Hillary Clinton one always seemed weird because it very much seemed like she was trying to hitch her way to be like hip and young, which was a goddamn mistake because I remember her as being on board with this. And it was some kind of manhunt. It, it felt very aimed at Rockstar Games because they were the big proprietors of murder simulators, if you will. Yeah. And I remember at the time, like, G4, a now defunct uh, gaming channel on TV, in many ways the YouTube for gaming shit was very into covering kind of what was going on with that whole Jack Thompson stuff. Mm. But yeah, it seems every couple years it seems to pop up. I One of the dumber ones was, do you remember the bully incidents? Uh, the bully, is that from, based off the video game? Again, bully, Rockstar, or? yeah. So, it, yeah. again, Jack Thompson was out there alleging that bully, the game encouraged shitty behavior when the reality was in bully you were only a bully to other bullies in some ways you were an anti-hero stopping bullies so mm -hmm. yeah. yeah well that's what happens when people just see the title for that and not actually do any kind of research on it yes so uh, uh but like since we since this is coming around the bend and it's happening again where it, it's, it's happening again yeah, like I, I, my, my, when I've talked to some people about this, because I, I, I have, I have people, I have friends from all sides of the political spectrum. I like to keep an open mind. Don't have an open mind, then you, there's no possibility for. Just get to it. You're qualifying debate. too much. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, you know, the biggest reference I make is like, well, look, before you know, media covered all this stuff and movies and television, violence happened before that. World War One, World War Two, uh. You had things such as all those crazy mass murders that happened in the seventies. I'm sure yeah. you have a good idea that they weren't triggered by it. Like, and so to blame a like that like, is just is silly because that's always been my reference point. It's like, okay, so if violence in the Senate is, is encouraged by this, tell me what what was it? What video game is what set off uh, the shoe bomber, or it's not the shoe bomber, the uh, the Unibomber to do what he did? All right, well, let's talk about. Um, Jack the Ripper. What was his thing? Well, what game did he play that did that? Was he playing a smashing board game and he lost his shit? No. It's just, there are people out there who are genuinely fucked up. And there are people out there who have, you know, there, there, there's the issue that always comes up about regarding mental illness and this and that. And the thing is, we, we ostracize mental illness as a society here, which is kind of really disheartening. The reality is so, it's just it. fucked up. It's nothing to do with mental illness occasionally. Like, Yeah. And the thing is, it, there's, there's a bunch of different factors. We don't know, 100%. You know, but yeah, I, I've been listening to lots of podcasts lately that kind of do histories of some of the worst people in history, and it's one of those ones with a certain level of like, this person was, yeah, like, uh, and then like sometimes like it is, it's just sometimes upbringing things like that. Like, 
I, I listened to, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard, there was another podcast I listened to um, recently that talks about a lot of these, like, they profile serial killers and talk about, like, their like, their upbringing and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, and, that's kind of what I've been listening to as well. Yeah. And, like, you hear some really fucked up stories. Like, the, yeah. the worst one I heard was uh, Henry Lee Lucas, if you know who that guy is. You know who I'm referring to when I say not Henry Lee Lucas? Not my head. I try not to know too much about serial killers. Ah. So he was known as the drifter killer and uh oh yeah i do kind of know this story yeah like that he, dude has, had... he in theory has the highest body count right no that's the thing though he was also known as the confession killer because that kid had no kind of like actual positive reinforcement that he would in jail and confess to a bunch of murders not knowing if they're whether he he like was true or not um just to get like cigarettes and chocolate and coffee yeah. like it, it's kind of this crazy story but, uh, but anyway just just to kind of give you reference, that dude had a, one of the worst fucking upbringings I ever heard. Like, and it's, it's, don't get me wrong, but like, there are people who are genuinely fucked up in this world. And that's just the reality. And not to say that gamers are saints by any fucking accord, because we just did a story earlier about some fucking assholes who think it's a good idea to go swatting. There are people At who the are same genuinely time, fucking like, assholes. Someone fucking swatted a 12 year old. Video games did not make them do that. Jealousy about a kid suddenly having a. Uh, 100,000 subscribers, like, fuck, I'm send a SWAT team in after him. Yeah. And I'm sure the exact numbers on me, but if we look at the number of people who play video games, the people who, uh, what's it called, have killed or done any of these, like, kind of things, like, the ratio is going to be way off balance. There are way more people who play video games and don't ever actually do anything yeah. than people who actually just happen to play video games and do that shit. We like, are repeated stereotypes. On one hand, we are basement-dwelling virgins. On the other hand, we are just mass murderers poised to fuck shit up. Yeah. it's Again, it's a scapegoat. It, it's human nature for us to go look at something to blame. It's just what we are, and that's fine. Like, we're, 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 you can blame. You can throw it out there, but at the end of the day, like, yeah. nothing's going to change. And if we keep blaming other things instead of actually taking responsibility as a as citizens of, you know, whatever country you live in, then it's, you know, it's bound to repeat, unfortunately. Yeah, it's actually kind of what triggered this one off. Our um, dear, wonderful president, I'd be sarcasm intended, got out there and said that maybe there should be some type of ratings thing for things like video games and film. There has been for a fucking long ass time. Mm-hmm. In fact, they've existed, they were explicitly intended to stop government involvement because the conversation kind of boiled down to, what's the right way? Is either you guys start regulating or we will regulate the yeah. 21 and 18 plus games. We have, not that, but not in this country, but we have like 17 up. We have M ratings. We have teen ratings. Like, it's weird. It feels like maybe parents should care with this before. Like, it's the parents should give more of a fuck about ratings occasionally, but at the same time, like, I saw my first R-rated movie long before I was old enough legally to see one. Because my dad was like, you want to go see The Matrix? And I'm like, fucking yeah, I do. Was The Matrix rated R? Uh, all three of them were, yeah. Okay. Huh. I think it was actually I saw the second Matrix in theaters. I wasn't old enough to see the first one. So I'm like Fox On Demand or something. So it was like, yeah. Mm. But I'm losing the point here. <laughs> I don't know. This, this, this argument has been beaten to the ground. Several times now, and it's again, it's just it's looking for a scapegoat to explain a tragedy that's happened. Yeah, and it's like throw your blame out, do what you need to do, 
I'm not here telling you know for anybody who, who genuinely thinks that. And, and, and we're, we're not reading, scientists we're not or psychiatrists or like researchers. Yeah. We just know we've been through this enough times, and we've watched kind of the data come out to be like, actually, no, you're wrong. That we can say with some, maybe not authority, but some belief in the idea. It's like, no, you're fucking full of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anywhere you want to say on this, or we could have a short topic this week. I think it's just a short topic, because we've run through circles in this thing, and everything that needs to be said about this has been yeah. said. But I will add that uh, our hearts go out to the recent Parkland shooting. That's yeah. super fucking unfortunate, and it's, it's a travesty that this is happening, and so... My heart specifically goes out to you guys. And it's just a shame, and I just hope one day this, this is not something that's a, a topic on the news that we have to talk about. Yeah, I I look forward to a day where I'm basically scraping the barrel going like, uh, you, you want to talk about Kojima again? Because we got nothing good to talk about this week, or nothing that's worth talking about in greater detail than normal news. Yeah, I'd like to go into like, oh, that Kojima is at it again. Yeah. So. Like, I wanted fucking Campbell reading that kind of uh, indictment to be, like, the big thing this week. Because it, it's, it's fucking rad in a kind of fucked up way. But no, we have something fucked up in a super not rad way to talk about. Yeah. I'll do it for our main topic this week. We got a little bit of breaking news that's scummy as all hell, so I thought I'd throw it in here quickly. Uh, Metal oh. Gear Survive is out, and it will cost you $10 to make a new character in your existing save. Wait, what? I... If you want to start another character in that game without overriding your just pay uh, $10 or currently uh, 1,000 survival coins, at, which can be bought for uh, $10, roughly. So you're paying for a character slot. Yep. Uh, $20 game, people. Out now. I hope that game crashes and burns. I, yeah. Wait, is that the one that was produced entirely by... Konami without... Yeah, that's the help. weird is it Metal Gear game or not. Oh, no, fuck that. I hope that game double crashes and burns. Yeah. 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 Well, that's gonna lead us out of our news and main topic and into our email section. Yo, word? We got emails this week? No, we, we did not get emails this week. Uh, but if you wanted to send us an email, Alex, how would you do it? Uh, so... You would locate Jack Thompson, and yeah, actually, you would be... fucking find Jack Thompson. I want to know where that fucker is right now. Yeah, find Jack Thompson and comprise your letter and deliver it to him and let him know that the Wicked Awesome cast is creating a really violent and crazy game. And Satan. He... Don't forget Satan. Oh, yeah, and Satan. We're yeah, all about we've... the Satan. We've got a collab going on with Satan Studios this year. We're very proud of that, uh, was what the press release will say. And so you go ahead and you send him at us. And he finally gets to us, we'll trick him because it was actually a trap, and we're going to wrestle him uh, WrestleMania-style in a cage match. And then as he's being tossed around and slammed against and crying for dear life, the letter will fall out of his pocket, and we'll be able to read it. Statement. Yeah, that's that's totally something we'd be down with, because <laughs> Jack Thompson. Yeah. Maybe not the crying for life part, but like I would love to give a stone-cold stutter to uh, Jack Thompson. Exactly. Uh, alternatively, though, you can email us uh, using your internet email account to wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. What's that email? Jeff, who's not here right now? Wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Yes, wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Spell that sounds. 
You can contact us via electronic mails on your preferred computer, etc., etc. Down in the show notes, all that jazz. We have a website, too, that I think has the email on it as well. Wicked Awesome, uh, somethingwickedstudios.net, which maybe you go to to listen to this podcast. I don't know. Is Jeff Christian Bale's Batman? Oh. (laughs) That's an old man who just said that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hmm. He's not high-pitched like Alex, who's not here. Wait, what? your questions, your whatevers. We'll sort through them if we think they're worthy of getting on the air. Most are. We'll really, really we'll talk about almost anything. We'll do, and we'll talk about them here in the podcast. That's going to kind of lead us into the end of this podcast. That about does it for this week. Like I may have dropped a hint at at the top of this, there may not be a podcast next week because what my housing situation will be like exactly. I will not be in the original SWS studio, a.k.a. our place we record almost everything, at least half of everything. Mm-hmm. And I'll either be living in some type of box city inside my house or actually in the house normal. So we'll see how that plays out. Sounds but we'll be good. we'll be back the week after that, hopefully. I think with Jeff be in the near future, Alex. I will be in Florida for Extra Life United. Extra Life United is. It's a the, the fine folks over at Extra Life put together a once-a-year event where you have people representing your hospitals come down and compete. And since uh, it was Something Wicked Studios that very much helped with uh, me winning this competition to get my trip covered to fly out to uh, Florida this year, I will be over there to raise money for Children's Hospital Los Angeles. Just to kind of throw a nice thing that tend to be kind of shitty with a lot of sides, we do have the positive side of gaming. And... Things like this are what I like to really shine and represent and show off more than anything else is is Extra Life and the fact that there are charities out there that focus around video games. And you know who donated last year? Thank you. We will be yes. doing a charity thing of some kind this year. I actually have to talk to you off the podcast about seeing information from a certain company there this year like they had last. But that's ah. unimportant. But yeah, Keep an so eye out. We'll that's all be. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, and of course... Uh, Keep an eye out for future streams, uh, both on my channel, of course, the Something Wicked Studios channel, because we'll be streaming some Battle for Azeroth Alpha. Streaming and his video game stuff isn't disassembled and in boxes right now. Yeah. So as time goes on, we'll definitely be doing some, uh, I'll be highlighting some of the stuff that comes, uh, it's upcoming for Battle for Azeroth, because I'm actually in it, so. Yeah. So uh, for those curious, if they actually want to write in about that, go for it. What are you allowed to say and do with everything? Cool. Yeah, it basically right says right in the email, stream everything, show off everything, this and that. So what I'm planning on doing is I will be uh, streaming basically requests. So if you, there's a character, yeah, the spec something you want to do, we can kind of go over the leveling experience on both the Alliance and Horde. Show off as soon as they add some of the new races, I'll definitely show that off as well because I look forward to trying out some of their new. Dark Iron Dwarfs and uh, the Zandalar to show up soon. I so. want to know if I can get a fuck. Uh, I don't know if Yoke, but I know you can get an upstanding. That's like, not uh, what I want. I want the fucking. Uh, well, we'll see what we can do. I can definitely submit it to the Alpha. I don't care uh, about posture. I wool ass troll. <laughs> Sounds good. We'll try. <laughs> I have my needs. Oh, yeah. I need to look like I lift. <laughs> As a troll. Talk about, or is it time to close this shit out? Uh, other than my usual, Mave Online, Cross the Board, it's hard to miss. Uh, of course, don't forget to follow all of our 
Something Wicked Studios social medias and pages and all that, which are obviously linked in the description. Yeah, they're, they're actually good about that. There may be some <laughs> updates in the near future on the Instagram and Twitter of like shots of the studio coming together and all that jazz, because I've been trying to document some of that as it's been happening anyway. I, I don't know about you, but I find that kind of shit cool, and I like to think maybe some people shit cool too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if that's it, I think it's time. Cue the metal. Yeah.